0: Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Howard Corey, Education Liaison with NC 811 and your host for the day. I'm here with Ann Rushing. She's Education Manager with North Carolina 811. And also with us is Chuck Muller, Metronet's Director of Safety and Quality Assurance. We're here today to discuss managing communication on large scale cable installation projects. But before we get into our topic today, Let's share a brief description of our latest addition to our app called Ticket Revision or we call it Revise
1: for short. Check out the North Carolina 811 Ticket Revision System or simply Revise. You can see it on nc811.org forward slash ticket revision or on the NC811 app. Ticket revisions will allow you to request a destroyed marks ticket for an existing notice, cancel an existing ticket, or request a three hour notice on an existing ticket. So visit revise at nc811.org forward slash ticket revision.
0: Welcome back and thanks again for joining us on today's podcast, Managing Communication on Large Scale Cable Installation Projects. So Chuck, can you share with us today a little about your role with Metronet?
1: Yes, Howard, I'm the Director of Safety and Quality Assurance for Metronet. Been in this role for the past two years. As part of my job, I review all of the damages across our 13 state and growing footprint. I then develop training to improve our contractor's safety record based on those findings. Our team then implement, implements the training at our monthly contractor roundtable meetings. For more serious issues, we implement a stand down for c- the crew and require training before the crew actually returns to work. I also represent Metronet on Ohio, Michigan. Uh, One call boards and also participate in regional damage prevention councils in multiple states. My boss, George Kemp, is the chairman of the Indiana 811 board of directors. As part of our three pillars, simplify, satisfy, and personify, Metronet Metronet personifies damage prevention in everything that we do.
0: I know you mentioned uh you're in 13 states one of those is North Carolina that's why we're talking to you can you tell us what areas you are working in in North Carolina
1: well we are in uh, Fayetteville and Greenville and we're moving into uh, several other uh, communities around uh, those cities right now
0: okay very good all right so after Metronet decides they want to expand their cable Internet services into an area or community, can you share with our listeners how Metronet begins communicating that with the folks in that community?
1: Yeah, uh, Metronet begins each project by partnering with our the city or the community that we're going to build in for ways to best reach their local residents. This includes social media outreach, community presentations and public relations opportunities. Around 30 to 45 days prior to the start of a construction, we begin a three point notification system to residents. Includes a letter, a postcard, and individual yard signs. We also place larger signs at the entrances of the subdivision. Our community partners can also share the project details with their own website, social media sites, if they choose to do so. We've actually had a couple of communities produce videos to explain our process, and they turned out awesome.
2: Uh, Chuck, once again, it is wonderful to have you here with us today. Uh, just to share a little bit of information uh, about what Metronet does to communicate with the communities. One of the questions I had, I know you had mentioned that uh, when you guys have, you know, more serious issues in regards to your contractors, you implement stand downs and, you know, for the the normal um, person out in our community, they may not understand what a stand down is or what it's meant for. Could you kind of you know explain that and just reinforce what that is all about
1: yeah if our one of our contractors for example if they hit a gas line uh, we are going to make them uh, stand down for the rest of the day and until we do an investigation to find out what the root cause of that damage was and then we will take uh either use that as a training opportunity or we will uh in some instances depending on the severity we will actually uh, penalize contractors or you know some of them we won't allow them to work on our property anymore if they did something very egregious
0: very good okay so chuck can you share with us about your communication with local officials and utilities once you've decided you're going to go into an area
1: yeah uh, we what we do is prior to the start of each construction area we call these lcps and an lcp is basically uh, a general grouping of around 500 homes the technical definition of an lcp is a uh, local convergent point and it's where we come off of our feeder ring and start serving our customers so it's a computer term it's lcp it's basically a subdivision of our grouping of 500 homes then what we do is uh we have these meetings either in our office or on site at the location where we're going to be building and attending these meetings are you're going to find our contractor will be doing the work. Our internal team, including the project director, the construction manager and the OSP engineer. Uh, those are the, the OSP engineers are the people who are out there managing the crews on a daily basis. We also invite members of the city involved in the project and any and all affected utility companies, including the gas, electric, The contract locators who play a big part in what we do uh, municipalities or any other uh, utility uh, providers in the area this allows us to partner and communicate with each other to avoid any any unforeseen obstacles or delays we host these meetings before each and every lcp area during the entire construction process and as needed going forward through the construction I know
0: I've been involved in some of those in the Fayetteville and Greenville area and you're right. They are informative because you get all of the. Uh, stakeholders together and they get a chance to discuss about the project and talk about issues and moving forward So that, that, that communication part really uh, helps a lot and uh, we appreciate you allowing us to be a part of that conversation as well. Yeah.
1: Communication is the basis of damage prevention.
0: Yeah, you exactly right. It really is. Absolutely. So during construction, do you communicate with the area residences and businesses? Because we've talked about communicating with the officials and the utilities, but what about the customers?
1: Yeah, as I mentioned, we utilize the three-point part notification process, social media uh, to communicate with the citizens about what to expect before, during, and, and after the construction process. The three-part system is used for residential areas because you know businesses are more familiar with people working within their right-of-way, than what a homeowner is. You know, a lot of these jobs that we're doing are what we call an overbuild, and there probably hadn't been any construction activity in this neighborhood for decades uh, prior to this. So everybody's very curious and they wanna come out and, and talk to us. We also encourage our residents to visit our construction dedicated website at www.metronetinc.com slash construction. You're going to find on there uh, brief, informative videos on what to expect during the process. They explain what right are, what our crews are going to be doing, and so forth. Uh, through our website, they can also uh, contact us with uh, questions, uh, including, you know, what should I do if you have an underground dog fence? You know, these are the type of questions that we're going to get from homeowners, you know, hey, I got a sprinkler system, you know, let, let us know that that, you know, those things aren't typically lo- located by calling the 811 systems. However, one of our most frequent questions is when can I sign up? Uh, everybody's really excited for us to come into their area and to pr- provide, you know, fiber internet to their home. The website also has an interactive map that allows you to see the status of the construction in your area. It's going to be future construction, construction under process or completed, and once it's completed, then our customers uh, can go online and and sign up to receive our uh, service.
0: Very good. I've also seen that map in your office when we have those weekly progress meetings here in Greenville where it talks about the different uh, LCPs and as you'll be moving across those uh, when you'll be doing construction as well and i believe you had a question
2: um, actually just a couple comments uh, i love just the fact that you guys are really uh, focusing on pre-construction meetings both howard and myself in our prior um, history of working in the utility industry we both work for municipalities and pre-con meetings were, um, it was a norm for us. And so what I find in our business in, in day-to-day operations, um, not as many contractors really hold these pre-construction meetings. And so my hat's off to Metronet that you guys are really taking um, a lead on this type of um Work and so, hats off to you guys. Thank you for doing this. I've said all along this is the way to communicate, and that way all the stakeholders are involved, and you're all sitting at the table, all talking the same language, making sure that um, all these issues that are coming up day to day that they're handled, and even just my conversation with Howard is, you know, each time he comes back from one of your meetings, um, which mostly is virtual, right? Um, Uh, you know, he's always coming back with great feedback. Hey, they're doing this and hey, they're doing that. And gosh, this is great. You know, they're, they're using this signage and they're communicating with these homeowners and and the um, contractors. And so I did spend a little time on your, on your website and you're absolutely correct. Your videos are spot on. Um, Your easement video really speaks to the homeowner whom, you know, Normal folks have not a clue of where their their right-of-ways are at, so I really appreciate that, and I love your construction video of of the process and how it's going to step forward, and so, you know, um, your step-by-step process, you guys are getting it right, so kudos to you and hats
1: off. Yeah, I just wanted to also mention that all these homeowners in these subdivisions where we're working at, they're our future customers. And we want to leave them with a positive view of Metronet. So they will say, hey, I want to be a part of this. I want to become a customer of Metronet. So we're a very customer-focused company, and we want to personify. That's one of our three pillars is personify. Every every one of our employees and our contractors, they represent Metronet. We want to uh, do that and have them be a long-term customer of ours.
0: One of the things I've noticed, and in today's climate, this is extremely important when you're working on people's property. Uh, and even though you may be in the right of way, many times to a customer, they may think you're on their property. Uh, that's why your videos are good about easements and right of ways to help people understand, but they are easily identifiable either through the vehicle or equipment that they have, will have your signage on it, to their safety vest, will have your name on it, the hard hats that they have. So they look like somebody that's doing construction, and you immediately know uh, who they are associated with. And we know sometimes customers get a little anxious. And nowadays, with so many people having video cameras around their home, even if they're not home, uh, they know who's working or who who is in and around their property. And hopefully, this will alleviate some of their concern with uh, so much signage and information about who's doing the work and why people are there. So that's good. Uh, that you're doing that.
1: Thank all right, you. That is exactly why we do that.
0: Okay, all right, Chuck. I've got uh, two quick questions for you concerning your construction projects. Can you share with us who is responsible for the installation work? If there's a problem, is it Metronet or is it your contractor? That's the first question. And the second one is: Is this typical in your industry?
1: Well, ultimately, the buck stops with Metronet. Our contractors are responsible to do their cleanup and any restoration that they have, but the buck does stop with us. We have high standards and expectations of our subcontractors to restore as they go, but if residents have a question or concern about any related to the project, we encourage them to contact us directly by either calling 877-386-3876 or by visiting our construction website, again at www.MetroNetInc.com slash construction, and click on the Ask Questions tab. Any questions that come to Metronet will generate a ticket. Metronet commits to responding to all of these tickets within a 24 business hours or one business day, and to repair any damage occurring during construction of our network as soon as we possibly can. Some of these will take a little longer than others, You know, if it's a driveway repair or something like that, we'll have to get somebody in to do that. If it's a sprinkler system, generally our contractor will fix that right away. I would also like to mention that Metronet maintains a 99% success rate for following up on our promise of contacting each ticket within the one business day. So we, we are responsive. We will call you back with your question or concern that you have. Now you asked if I think this is typical of other utility providers. You know, that's a really tough one. You know, Metronet is dedicated to providing our 100% symmetrical fiber network to our customers at a very competitive rate, and we welcome any and all competition. What I can say is I don't know of any other telecommunication provider in the country that takes damage prevention as seriously as what uh, Metronet does. Besides myself, we have a bilingual safety trainer. He's in the field every day, uh, going around and and working and and talking with our crews. Many of our, our contractors are Hispanic, and you know they have, may have not had any training at all on damage prevention. So this is a uh, a new tool that we've added to our our toolbox, and actually we're we're getting ready to hire another bilingual safety trainer and. Now, if we can find one in North Carolina that wants to work for us, uh, you know, that would be great. So if anybody out there is looking for a job and they're bilingual and have a safety background, we're looking for you. They can get a hold of me. So in my previous job, I was the director of member and public relations for Indiana A11. Uh, you know, you can say my entire career has been based on damage prevention. I guess you can say that I have damage prevention running through my veins because anybody in, that has been in the one call industry, I'm sure you too have it as well. It's a, it's a passion as far as, as uh, damage prevention goes. And because of that, uh, be, with my boss, George Kemp, we, we're very strongly damage prevention minded. And, you know, that, that's one of the best things and why I left the one call and came to work for Metronet.
0: Yeah, you're right. Safety and damage prevention. Like we say, we want everybody to go home into the, the day safely uh, and we won't, don't want anybody damaging any other facilities in the process of doing their work because nobody likes the unplanned outage. I think we've all gotten spoiled, especially during the pandemic. Uh, we all like our services and we like them 24 uh, 7. We've gotten used to that, so you're right. Nobody likes uh, any damages. So, good information. Thanks for sharing that with us, Chuck. Uh, any final thoughts, Chuck or Ann? Well,
1: I'll go first. I mean, communication is the key to any successful fiber project. We've talked about this, and we can't say it enough. Uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. And you know, I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity to be a part of this podcast. I look forward to bringing uh, the Internet to all the North Carolinians at the speed of light so we're we're in it for the long run and as we expand our network in other areas All right.
2: and you know i would like to tag on to the end of that uh, communication is absolutely vital in these type of projects with north carolina being the second largest call volume state in the nation locators cannot control the amount of work within the state of North Carolina, but they can control communication. So we certainly appreciate um, your um, interest in damage prevention and especially with these construction meetings. Um, also, with our staff here at North Carolina 811, uh, we truly support your method of communication and we look forward to um, to how the projects are going to unravel over the next months and maybe years. Uh, we, we thank you for choosing North Carolina. Um, North Carolina is definitely a hot spot for uh, fiber installation as well as many states around the country, especially uh, in the wake of COVID. So many of us are uh, working from home and will continue Um, as such as as well as our our children so um, once again thank you for taking the time to um to speak with us about your project
1: and and if you want to know if we're coming to your area keep looking at that metronetinc.com slash construction website we have a listing of all the areas that we're going to be going to across the country
0: super great well chuck and Anne, both of you, I appreciate both of you joining us today and sharing your thoughts on managing communi- communication on large-scale cable installation projects. We'd love to discuss some of your topics in a future podcast, so email us at info at nc and use the subject line, Podcast Suggestion. So until next time, protect the ones you love, call 811 before you dig.